sometimes it can be so overwhelming to try to figure out a healthy routine when you have so many things that we are told that we should be doing and things that we learn about that really can improve our health. And naturally, if you're striving to create a healthier lifestyle, you are going to want to implement all those things. Grown Girls, welcome back to the Girl We Grown Up podcast. I am your host, Victoria, and we are still in our body health series. So when it comes to body health, it's important to create routines and habits that you can use to help you create the healthiest lifestyle and to really just promote good body health. So I thought it would be a great idea to do a mini-sode on how you can go about creating routines that work for you and that you can stick to. I do feel like sometimes it can be so overwhelming to try to figure out a healthy routine when you have so many things that we are told that we should be doing and things that we learn about that really can improve our health. And naturally, if you're striving to create a healthier lifestyle, you are going to want to implement all those things. I know that's something that I really struggle with, but if you're creating these long to-do lists of all these healthy things that you need to do in the day so that you can be a healthier version of yourself, if you're doing that and it's leaving you stressed and burnt out because it's just too much and it's overwhelming, then that is going to defeat the purpose. So I really suggest, this is something I'm also doing for myself, is to really figure out what things I can implement right now just given how how my lifestyle is when it comes to work and the time that I have. I'm really trying to be very strategic about the things that I can implement and implement those things without overwhelming myself. So I suggest really figuring out how much time you can dedicate in the morning and at night so that you can really be present in the routine that you set for yourself. If that's only 30 minutes or if that's an hour, that is fine. But when you're really clear about the amount of time that you can set for your routine, then you are going to be able to make a routine that makes sense for you and that is going to impact your life and help you live a healthier lifestyle. So when it comes to living a healthier lifestyle and when it comes to making routines, it really starts with making habits that you can stick to. And I know for myself, I have tried to make habits and I feel like some habits seem like they stick better than others, but I think it really just comes down to consistency. So they say it takes on average about 66 days to form a habit. So if you can be consistent for two months, you are going to be more likely to make that task that you are doing into a habit. And another thing about trying to live a healthier lifestyle, you really have to focus on the basics and keep things simple. I know, again, like we see all of these things on social media and we see all of these gadgets and things that are supposed to make being healthier easier or give us a shortcut. Honestly, I've learned there is no shortcut. But if you really get into the habit of doing the basics, that's where you're really going to make an impact in your life. And that's honestly what's going to help you thrive. So when I say the basics, I mean things like meal prepping. And I don't like meal prepping. If I'm being 100% honest, I talk about this with my friends. Nutrition and meal prepping is the thing that I have the most growing to do in. But it's so crucial. Like I realized over time, you really cannot. I know this is so cliche. We've all heard this if you've ever been on a health and fitness journey, but you really cannot out train a bad diet. And I honestly, 
honestly felt like I could when I played sports in high school, even at times in my college life. But now that I'm in my 30s, it's so true. I cannot out-train a bad diet. So that's why meal prepping is so important. And really, you can keep it simple. I feel like I used to make meal prepping a lot harder than what it was. And I would be like, okay, like I have to come up with X amount of meals, create them for the week and do all that. But you really don't, especially if you're someone who is okay with eating similar things every day or the same things. I like to look at meal prep as creating things in bulk. I really feel like bulk prepping has really helped me be better at being consistent with prepping. So what I mean by bulk prepping is typically I'll pick two meats that I want to eat and then I will make those meats. So I'll just make a batch of chicken. I'll bake chicken, put it in a pan and bake it in the oven. And then my second meat might be ground turkey. So I'll go ahead and make my ground turkey on the stove and put that in a container. And then I try to think of two to three vegetables that I want to eat throughout the week. So right now, one of my favorite vegetable combos is broccoli and Brussels sprouts roasted in the oven with olive oil, balsamic, and salt. And that is literally to die for. I love that vegetable combo. So I will make that and then I will just get some frozen veggies and steam some vegetables. And then I will just buy some spinach so that I can throw that into a protein shake when I make a protein shake or just saute it if I'm eating it with dinner or with lunch. Or if I want to make a bowl with spinach, quinoa, and meat, I'll do that. So I think for me, just bulk prepping and not overthinking and overcomplicating meal prepping makes it easier for me because if I get a recipe and I have this recipe that has 10 steps and it's going to take me an hour to make, I'm not going to be making three to four different recipes. Like that's just not going to happen because I don't have the time or really the desire to be in the kitchen cooking for that long, especially right now because I have a really busy schedule. What works for me right now is bulk meal prepping. So yes, my meals are more simple, but to be honest, they're really good. I actually recently started making this breakfast meal that's so simple and I have never thought about mixing these ingredients together but basically I take a half cup of quinoa, a half cup of, I use vegan yogurt because I'm trying to stay away from dairy right now, a half cup of vegan yogurt, a tablespoon of maple syrup, I add some cinnamon and then I'll put blueberries in it and then I'll also add a little either half a tablespoon or tablespoon of some kind of nut butter. I also add a scoop of protein into it and it really makes the most delicious and the easiest breakfast combination that I have made because one, I already have my quinoa prepped because it's one of the things that I tend to meal prep and then adding everything else is so easy and so quick. So now I have this yummy high protein breakfast and once I started looking at meal prep that way, it just really simplified it for me. So another healthy habit that I think is really crucial in building a healthy lifestyle is consistency. So that's literally consistency in everything. So it's consistency in nutrition, as I just mentioned, consistency in your workouts and the movement that you do throughout the day. It's consistency in your sleep schedule as well. It's consistency in your stress management. It truly is just doing those same things over and over. And I I know that sounds boring, but again, that is where you are going to thrive because our body likes consistency. So I saw an IG reel with Jay Shetty and he was talking about how time has memory. When you do something in the same place or when you do something at the same time, your body is going to remember what you are doing. So if you can work out at the same time every day, that is great because when you start doing that consistently, soon it's going to become an easier habit 
habit for you to feel like, okay, if I always work out at 7 a.m., when 7 a.m. comes around, I'm going to feel the urge to work out because that's what my body is used to doing at 7 a.m. The same with your sleep schedule. If I always go to bed at 10 p.m., when 10 p.m. starts to roll around, I'm going to feel tired. And if you are someone who is really consistent in your sleep, you're going to notice on the weekends, if you go out, 10 p.m. rolls around and you're the friend at the bar or at dinner, you're the one yawning and you're like, oh, I'm really tired. I feel like it's time for me to go to bed. It's because your body has gotten used to that routine of going to bed at 10 p.m. every night. And as we talked about in the sleep episode that I did with Teresa, when you have that consistent sleep schedule and you wake up at the same time and you go to bed around the same time, then you will see an improvement in just the way that you function. Because if your body is used to going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time, and then you start to get out of that habit, that's when you're going to notice that you're going to start to feel a lot more tired. You're just going to feel all out of sorts because your body has gotten out of the rhythm that it is used to. Because when you are consistent in those kind of things, it becomes like clockwork for your body. So if you want to be more consistent in working out in your sleep schedule, then you have to find a way to do those things at the same time every day. And when you start to do that, it's going to be a lot easier for you to build that consistency. So once you start to get into the mindset of building healthy habits, and then I feel like from there, you can start to build routines. And when it comes to making a routine, you have to figure out what are your must-haves in your routine? What is non-negotiable for you? And it's okay if you don't know exactly what you want to be non-negotiable or a must-have in your routine. If that's the space that you're in, I would just take the time to figure out what do I want to do to improve my overall health. So if you want to improve your sleep, then you know, okay, let me figure out what things can I add into a morning routine and a night routine that are going to help me get more quality sleep. So one of the things that I would make a non-negotiable, if that's my goal, is to make sure that I get sunlight within the first hour of waking every morning. So that can help me put myself in a position to get better sleep when nighttime comes around. Once you figure out what it is that you want to center your routines around, then you can start researching what healthy habits and routines can you build to work towards that improvement goal. So I want to share my morning and night routine and the things that I do to help me feel really good and to really promote overall body health. So in the morning, my biggest tip is to not use your phone the first hour of waking. Let that hour be the hour of you. So whether you want to wake up, you want to meditate, you want to stretch, you want to drink 15 ounces of water, whatever you want to do to make sure that you can set a good intention for the day and that you can set yourself up to have a successful day where you feel good is going to be so crucial right when you wake up. So I know that any time that I have not followed this tip for myself and I wake up because maybe I didn't do a brain dump the night before. So I'm just so overwhelmed because I know I have so much work to do and there's so many things that I have going on and I immediately grab my phone to check my email or to do anything. That does not set me up for a good morning. I truly believe that no matter how busy you are, if you can have a slow morning to where you can really give yourself at minimum 30 minutes of time to really focus on pouring into yourself, 
yourself so that you can really set a good intention for your day. I feel like that is going to make all of the difference than just starting your day overwhelmed with whatever you didn't finish yesterday and just carrying that energy into the next day. I feel like really just does not set myself up for success. So one of my biggest tips is to really try not to use your phone the first hour of the morning. And if an hour just isn't going to work for you, I would try for at least not using your phone the first 30 minutes in the morning and setting aside that 30 minutes to do something that's going to set you up for success for the day. Okay, so when it comes to my morning routine, the first thing that I like to do is to wake up and just do some breath exercises. So I learned about the 4-8 method. So that's when you breathe in for four seconds in the nose and you breathe out of your mouth for eight seconds. And just doing that as I'm laying in bed, I do it for 20 rounds. It really just helps me ground myself before I wake up and start my day. So I also, so I haven't included this in my morning routine yet, but I do want to start including meditation. So I have this app called the Breathe app, B-R-E-E-T-H-E. I got a free membership for it for a year through my company. And so that's something that I want to try is doing five minute meditations because I feel like after doing my breathing exercise, meditation will help me even more so set my intention for the day and just really help me ground myself. So that's something that I want to include because I think it would be so helpful. So after I do my breathing exercise and eventually I will be doing meditation after that. But for now, after I do my breathing exercise, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And I promise you when you take the time to just write down three things that you're grateful for, when you focus on gratitude first thing in the morning, it helps you walk through the day with a more grateful mindset. And I think that honestly is game changing when you can really sit there and be like, you know what? I am so grateful for my health. I'm so grateful for my job. I'm so grateful for the people that I have in my life who love me and who I can count on. Really just taking the time to write down those three things every day are a game changer. It really will change your mindset and your attitude. And if there's one thing that you can include in your morning routine, I would say just take the time to write down three things that you are grateful for because it does not take a lot of time. And for it to be something that seems so small, it just has such a big impact on your mindset and the kind of heart and attitude that you walk through the day with. So after I do all of that, I get up and I go do my oral care. So I scrape my tongue before I drink anything. And this is something that I learned because as we sleep, our body detoxes. And so when we wake up, a lot of that bacteria is on our tongue. So I go and I take my tongue scraper and I scrape all of that off. And I do that before I drink anything, before I brush my teeth, because I don't want to push any of that bacteria back into my system. So I think it's really important to just scrape my tongue first thing in the morning. And on the plus side, it also helps give you fresher breath. And I mean, who doesn't want to have fresh breath? So I do my oral care. And then that's when I hydrate. I try to drink at least eight ounces of water before I walk out of the house. If it's a good day, I will try to get in 15. So I can really try to hydrate before I go off to the gym and get my workout in. I will drink my water as I get ready. And then once I'm getting ready and when I'm looking in the mirror, this is what I will take the time to compliment myself because as I talked about last episode, your body image.
image is so important and the more positivity and the more good and kind things you speak about yourself, you are going to feel that and that it's only going to build your confidence. So I take the time to just really hype myself up and be my biggest hype woman. It's great to have hype people around you, but I feel like you need to be your biggest cheerleader and your biggest hype person. So I like to look in the mirror and tell myself how good I look. If I've been working out a lot, I'm going to tell myself, like, oh girl, I see you. You look good. The results are coming in. Like I just really take time as I'm getting ready and looking in the mirror to say positive things about myself and hype myself up. And I feel like it's okay to want to make improvements to yourself, but you can still hype yourself up and not talk down to yourself as you are going along that journey to either, you know, build muscle or lose weight or whatever it is. But I think at every stage of your journey, especially when it comes to your body, really try to empower yourself through your words and then turn those words into actions that can help you reach the improvements that you want. After that, I get dressed for the gym and then I go to the gym or right now while I'm in Montreal, I am going to a workout class. So I go and I walk to my workout, get my workout in, come back home, and then I will make some kind of breakfast that has at least 30 grams of protein for my first meal. So I learned about this tip maybe a year or two ago. When you eat your first meal, make sure that you include at least 30 grams of protein. That's really going to set you up for success so that you don't have as many cravings throughout the day. And I do feel when I start my day off with a very nutritious, protein-filled meal, I do have a lot less cravings. I eat a lot less during the day. But when I eat something like sweet or something that really doesn't have any protein in it, first thing for breakfast, I literally want to snack and eat everything all day. So for me, it does make a big difference. And also for breakfast, I drink some electrolyte water just to help replenish myself after my workout because typically I'm doing a pretty hard workout and I'm sweating a lot. So I find it really helpful just to add some electrolytes in my water after my morning workout. So then, of course, during the day, during the week, I have my full-time job that I do and I really just try to keep my head on a swivel. I do have a pretty demanding job so it can get really busy, but I try to take breaks. Like if I feel like I'm getting overwhelmed, I would try to step outside, maybe go for a five-minute walk or at the bare minimum, I try to walk away from the computer, do a little stretch or do a little something to help remove myself from some of the stress and then come back, take a few deep breaths and like get back into my work. But something that I found really helpful is that I put my phone on a focus mode to where I don't get notifications during my working hour. So it just really helps me focus a lot more, especially because I do work from home. So it's so easy to get distracted from texting or doing laundry or doing stuff around my place. So I just try to make a point to really minimize the distractions that I can so that I can really focus on my work. And I haven't been doing a great job at this lately, but just also trying to set boundaries to not working super late every night. I'll give myself one night a week that I can work super late, but otherwise just really trying to maximize my time and make sure that I'm being productive during my work hours so that I can log off when I need to. And after logging off of work, I will go on an evening walk, which has been so great while I'm here in Montreal because I can just go walk somewhere. And usually you just never know what you're going to see when you are walking in Montreal. You might see someone putting on some kind of like magic or a trick show. You might see someone DJing, performing, singing, really just you never know. And I feel like that just makes my hot girl walks more fun and more interesting. So I literally look forward to my walks after work. And I 
think another part of just being healthy overall, really, because this is more than just body health, is just finding something to look forward to doing outside of work during the week. Most of us probably work eight hours a day, maybe more, maybe a little bit less, but that's a lot of your day to spend working and like trying to be productive. So just finding something fun and de-stressing and relaxing to look forward to before and after work, I would say, is just really key to finding that balance in your day. So I go on my walk and then I come back and I eat dinner. Sometimes I do eat dinner before my walk. It just depends how my day has been going and whether or not I'm hungry or not. But after I eat, then I get into my nighttime routine, which is a lot shorter than my morning routine. And so I'll go and take my shower. I'll do my skincare. Then I will journal and try to do a brain dump to clear my mind. So I notice that when I don't do a brain dump, especially if I've had a long day, it can really just impact my sleep. It can impact how I feel when I wake up. So I try to do my brain dump just to clear my head and then I will read 30 to 40 minutes or sometimes I just do want to watch TV and I think that is okay. So I will watch TV, but I do feel like when I read, it does set me up for nighttime a little bit better because it makes me sleepier versus watching TV. But I really just do what feels best to me at that time and what I feel like I need based on the day that I've had. So I'll either read or watch TV for 30 to 40 minutes. And then I like to save journaling. I like to do I am affirmations in bed. I just think it's really crucial that right before you go to bed, you go into your sleep with a positive thought and feeling because that is what's going to be in our subconscious mind as we sleep. And you want to give your subconscious mind those things and those thoughts because those are the experiences that you want to create. So if you can get that into your subconscious that's going to be great versus if you are going to bed in a bad headspace that is what's going to be in your subconscious so if you're going to bed worrying about what you don't have and going to bed with this thought and this energy of lack I feel like that is going to continue to permeate in your life but if you can go to bed with these positive thoughts of you know what I'm healthy I am working my dream job I am doing the things that I love really just going to bed manifesting all the things you want but really just speaking about it as though you already have it and speaking it into existence and getting that into your subconscious mind. And I think that really will subconsciously help you reach those things. Of course, you have to put in the work, but I do believe that when you have the right mindset, it makes you more consistent and it just makes it a little bit easier to actually put in that work. And then after I do my I am affirmations, I will take my magnesium glycinate. So I love magnesium glycinate. I do feel like it, for me, it's a better option than melatonin or the night, not the night quill, but the sleep quill, I think is what you call it. But I just feel like when I take magnesium glycinate, it helps me get really good sleep. And then I will put on a sleep meditation podcast. I like Michelle's Sanctuary Sleep Podcast, but also, as I mentioned earlier, I do have that Breathe app. So they also have sleep stories and sleep music tracks. So sometimes I'll use that. And I kid you not, when I put on something like that, I literally go to sleep so quickly. I really don't know the science behind it, but I feel like sleep podcasts and sleep soundtracks are just, oh, they are so good. All right. So that is my morning routine, my daytime routine, and my nighttime routine. I really hope that you found some of my tips helpful and that maybe you can take a few things from my routines to put into yours so that you can really just use your routines to help you 
feel good, to help you live a healthier and happier life. And I think when you find that sweet spot, when you find that routine that works for you, you are really going to feel so much better and you're going to notice a difference in how impactful having a consistent routine can be on your life. All right. Well, that is all for this week and we will chat next week. Bye, grown girls. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, grown girl gang. Thank you.